God's word with me to Psalm 46, a text that speaks clearly that God never leaves us, that he is always with us, that he loves us. And in light of the spread of coronavirus, we're going to pause our study of Exodus that we've been walking through together. And today we're going to turn to the 46th Psalm. Charles Spurgeon, who uh, was perhaps the most uh, well-known preacher in England in the 19th century, said this. He said, when it is very dark with us, let the brave spirit say, come, let us sing the 46th Psalm. Church, I don't want to imply that things are very dark with us today, but today is a bit strange, right? Uh, it, It is odd. It's more than a bit strange. It's odd when the people of God cannot gather together with one another for corporate worship. See, we were made to worship. We were made to to worship the Lord. And in God's good plan and provision, he gives us a community with which to worship. And as you know, as you well know, due to a very courageous, not courageous, a very contagious and Potentially fatal virus for particular segments of our population, our community has been disrupted. We have been disrupted. But church, take heart, for God is with us. Friends, God is with his people. He is with us now, and he is with us always. And for the people of God, the presence of God is always a welcome and a comfort. In the highs and in the lows, when we're lonely and when we're surrounded, when we have more than enough pasta in the pantry and toilet paper in the cabinet, and when perhaps we have a little less. And friend, whoever you are today, wherever you are today, if you know the Lord, then take comfort in knowing that he is with you. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Verse 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. God of Jacob is our fortress. You see, in times of crisis, God is our refuge. Life is full of disruptions. We know this, and right now we're living in the midst of one. Closings and cancellations unanswered questions and quarantines. But brothers and sisters, do not panic. Do not fear, for the Lord God Almighty is near. Verse 2, therefore we will not fear, the psalmist says, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. See, the portrait that the psalmist paints here is beyond anything that we're facing today. It's far beyond even what he was facing in his day. This is hyperbole. It's exaggeration. It's the the pinning of strong imagery in order to describe what he was feeling at the hands of his enemies. It's a picture of of total destruction, total devastation of the earth giving way, the mountains collapsing into the sea. Mighty waters roaring and rushing and rising to engulf the whole earth like they did in Noah's day. So what's the point? What's the message? Here it is. 
It's that even if the world as we know it began to unravel, even if the earth as we know it began to dissolve, to to wash away, uh, to uncreate as it were, the people who know the Lord would have nothing to fear. For our God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Friend, do you know this God? Do, do you know this one? You see, if what the Bible states here is true, then nothing we could face here could destroy us. Not ultimately. For God is our refuge. He's like a storm shelter used in a strong tornado. We know what that's like here in Alabama. It's like a solid home built upon high ground during the rising waters of a flood. He is the one who provides protection during any and all trials and troubles we may face in this life. He is our strong tower, our strong mountain, our source of strength in times of weakness. Friends, in times of crisis, God is our refuge. And church, He is with us. He is with us today. He is with us when we come together for worship. When we gather as God's people, He's he's with us in a special way. But even now, even today, though we're scattered in our homes, He's still with us. His Spirit resides in His people. So acknowledge His presence and run to Him. Run to the one who is our refuge. Run to him. Rest in him. Remain in him. As you probably know, there are all sorts of responses to COVID-19. Just about all of them are probably appearing on your social media feed. This is Alabama, but we've recently discovered that even Alabamians don't want to run out of toilet paper. As one friend Put it on his Facebook page. If any of you need expert health advice on the coronavirus, I have a ton of Facebook friends who have no medical degrees who are offering their advice and perspective free of charge. I want you to know I'm I'm not here today to provide expert health advice on the coronavirus, but I am here to urge you, church, to put your trust in Jesus The God over all who invites us to run to him as an ever-present help in times of trouble. If you look back at our text for this morning, Psalm 46, you'll notice a shift, perhaps in verse 4. Portraying Jerusalem as this mighty city that is surrounded by walls and receives its supply of water from God. See, Jerusalem was, was built on a high place. That's why the scriptures often say that the people went up to Jerusalem, built on a high place with protective walls around it and God's dwelling place, his temple there within it. And when the psalmist considered trouble here, he saw a military attack on God's city. That's what he envisioned. Perhaps that's what he saw. Verses 1, 2, and 3, it's the worst case scenario. The complete and utter destruction of the world. And there we're commanded that even if... Even if there was such an occasion, we need not fear. For God is with us. But a military attack on Jerusalem, this was quite likely. In fact, it happened a number of times in Israel's history. And 
in such an attack, if the enemy was somehow able to cut off the city's water supply, then it would only be a matter of time before the city was sieged. Verse 4, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. In essence, the author is saying, the singer is singing, God is the one who provides for his people, like a gently flowing river supplying the city. He is our supply, church. He is our security. He is our safety and our strength. In times of crisis, God is our refuge. In times of political turmoil, God is our strength. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Friends, he is the Lord Almighty, literally uh, Lord of hosts or Lord of armies. Meaning that the God that we serve, the God that we worship, the God who saves us has earthly forces. He has kings and nations and armies and heavenly angels at his beck and call to accomplish his good plan and his saving purposes. And church, because he is with us, because this one is with his people, we have absolutely nothing to fear. No cancer, nor coronavirus, no depression or economic recession, no corruption, nor collapse, not even the utter destruction of the world, for the Lord Almighty is with us. God of Jacob is our fortress. Now, don't mishear me. We're not to be foolish. We're not called to be foolish and flippant in our attitude about our lives or about the lives of others, but we're called to trust in the Lord. Called to consider His power and to acknowledge His presence and to gladly submit to His sovereignty. Friends, I want you to know today that our King rules over presidents and prime ministers. That he rules over the media and over the markets. That his reach extends over economics and medicine, over sports and education. He is mighty and majestic, and yet he is near to his people. Church, he is near to us. He is the one who has stooped down to save us. He has stooped down to to rescue us and to reconcile a people to be his people through his son Jesus, our Savior. So we can rejoice today that we know him. Rejoice today in knowing that he has saved us by his grace through Jesus, his son, our Savior. He is the one who will come again. He will come again and consummate the gathering of all gatherings. We're scattered today. We may be scattered for even just a bit longer, but one day there is going to be a regathering. There, One day in the future, there's going to be a gathering of all gatherings, a mass multitude of people from Birmingham and from Washington, from England and Pakistan. From Ethiopia and Ecuador, people from every nation and tribe and people and language coming together on a day of peace and a day of joy. Friends, on a day of health and a day of healing, on a day of singing and celebration, celebrating the eternal life the King of all kings gives to those who trust in Him. So come and see, the psalmist says, verse 8, come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations He has brought on the earth, He makes Wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. 
He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So church, take comfort today. For this Lord, this King, this Savior who holds the world in his hands, he is with us. He is with his people. And he is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our adoration. He is worthy of our worship. He has done great things in the past and he is far from finished working yet. So whatever you face today, whatever worry, whatever fear, whatever misplaced trust or false security you're holding on to, lay it down and trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Trust in the Lord. And then, friend, point the world to the sovereign Savior. Point the world to the King of all kings. The one called Emmanuel. God with us. The Son of God who came to save, who came to call all to repent and to believe in Him, and then who commissioned His people, those who believed, who commissioned us to go and to live for Him. To declare His mercy. To to demonstrate His love. To share the truth about forgiveness of sins and reconciliation with our Maker. To share the good news. To proclaim the gospel. Good news of salvation by God's grace, freely given to all who trust Him. And all the while, this very one promised to be with us always. To the very end of the age. So church, in this time of uncertainty, trust the Lord. And then go tell your neighbor. Go tell your neighbors about Him. Share and show the gospel by calling your neighbors. Checking on them, seeing what they might need, conveying a confidence and a calm that is fitting for those who follow Jesus. Would you bow with me? Father, we pray that we would display a confidence in you. Lord, a trust in you. Lord, that in this season and on this day that we would be a people who submit to you and who surrender to you and who declare the riches of your grace and, Father, a people who long to worship you. Father, lead us to do just that. Lead us even now to sing your praises in our homes. Father, to talk about you when we get up and when we lie down. Father, to... Tell others about you and to live according to your word, to rest in your good and faithful promises, for you are faithful, you are good, and you are with us. Lord, hear our praise now as we express our faith in you. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.